la la la. It's a dancing Andy. <laughs> Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Harry coming live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com. Look at that new, what is it, Chiron? Is the Lower Chiron? third or Chiron. Oh, Chiron, we've got. Um, <laughs> slowly getting used to the music. That's kind of. Yeah, I'm still going to change it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something a little peppier. Well, uh, we'd love for you to check out the website. It's got all of our content. It's our online ministry, sharing the gospel to every corner of the earth. We love to hear from our visitors and those. I got an email today from uh, a lady who said, hey, I just found your site. Um, I have a neighbor that's from Saudi, and I want to give him some resources in Arabic. Can you help me? And I was like, oh. absolutely, I can. So I gave her like two dozen. I told her, I was like, I wish I could narrow them down for you. I have a whole like database and Excel spreadsheet. I said, but I don't know how to read Arabic. I'm like, but I trust the source. So we want to be a resource for you. Uh, whatever you may need to draw closer to Christ. If we could be just an ear to listen, um, a set of uh, praying hands, we would love to um, walk alongside you. And if there's any suggestions you have for improving the site, we'd love to hear those too. Yeah. If you care to partner with us, click the donate now button. We um, are so grateful and blessed by all of our contributors. Yes. Uh, also, make sure and you go down in the description of wherever you're watching this. We're currently broadcasting on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Rumble. Rumble. And I got to remember, Twitter isn't Twitter anymore. It's X. What? It's X. When did it turn into X? About a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. It's no longer Twitter. It's X. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It's so shocking. Down, down in the description, you'll find our sponsors. We have LifeWise. You uh, go to that website by going to livelifewise.tv. And the reason why you go to livelifewise.tv and not just LifeWise is because when you use that link, it connects to us. So when you decide uh -huh. to uh, try Dream or Clarity or uh, restore. I don't know, like it, restore, thank you, <laughs> or the one, which is an amazing vitamin. Vitamins. We move the box. Um, uh, the one is a is a, a, a supplemental uh, vitamin that uh, vitamins. package of vitamins that uh, will be all, be all you need. Uh, gives you all the nutrients that you need. And uh, we got more coming. Some more stuff that's coming. So cool. Go to the website, especially with, like last night we talked about Dream, an amazing, amazing product. And then we have StreamYard, which is what we're currently broadcasting on. And again, uh, you could go to StreamYard.com, but we would love for you to go to GetStreamYardNow.com if you decide that you want to try it. You can try it for free if you're going to uh, have some type of uh, uh, show that you may want to do. You don't have to do them on all the platforms. You can just go live on Facebook or you can just go live on YouTube and talk about gardening or talk about Jesus. Or I have a couple of friends that just started podcasts. Ah. So um, I think it's a great resource. StreamYard is super easy to use. Yep. And it saves a recording for you and you can download the recording, either the uh, video and audio or just the audio. And that's where our podcast comes from. download it, though. They do it, right? It's no. all automated. Well, it it creates the file and then I actually act actively download it. Oh. But I have another tool, which is called Repurpose. So that's why I don't get into the whole thing. Oh. There's, a, there's another tool that's unrelated to StreamYard that does some things but for me. But that's a cool too, yeah. tool too. <laughs> and I have a, I have a, a referral link for that too but get streamyard.now that's what we use and if you want to do you have a video post, where you teach everybody this stuff i have a whole training program where i teach people Andy's how to do that got a training program 
Yes. So hello, Carrie News. Nice Carrie. to see you. We've heard some news um, that um, you need prayer. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be on tonight. Oh. Um, I thought she'd ask us to pray for her husband. He's in a very um, serious condition. He's got some um, uh, potential fractures or sprains. I'm hesitating to say the word, Carrie, because I want to believe that they're not actual fractures, that mm. they're just... Um, uh, anomalies or you know just kind of sprains mm. but not fractures yeah. uh inflammation inflammation blood clot you know some other kind of vessels popped maybe um yeah. but we ask for the lord's protection over your husband yes, carrie and that sure. he gives him a supernatural healing you um he is mighty to save mighty to heal he yep. is our great physician and hello to iris hi iris and lisa wood lisa wood three are, are you kidding canceled or closed down because it seems doesn't it has it always been three lisa wood three i don't remember <laughs> i think that because there's a lot of lisa woods oh well that's possible not like hedia miramadis no i i don't know that i've ever met another hedia miramadi in my entire and that's so life. funny because i was uh, scheduling an mri the other day and then and the nurse was like wow you spell that funny and i was like i i don't think i do <laughs> don't tell me how to spell my name yeah i was like i think you mean heidi i'm not heidi <laughs> You know, I just discovered the benefit of having my name, which is three names. Yours is very unique. So there's, they can put that in there and they'll probably only find stuff related to you. Uh, for me, if it was just Andy Falco, there's an Andy Falco. He's a guitarist and he's famous. Oh. And so he comes up first if somebody types in Andy Falco. If you type that. in Andy Jimenez, there's other Andy Jimenez's. There's a lot of Jimenez's, but there's not one other Andy Falco Jimenez. For sure. So there's the venom. The one and only. <laughs> The benefit of having three. But unfortunately, there's some wacko Falco Academy out in Boston. Yeah, I took my name and my company. Yeah, who's yeah. hurting dogs. <laughs> yes. But he's in another state. So that actually came up in a court case. Let me say, well, all right, hey, you have this place in Boston. I go, I don't have a place in Boston. That's somebody else. Yeah. But they're going to try to use an that. Imposter. They're going to try to use that against me. All right. As you all know, or most of you know, that we began a new book um, with A.W. Tozer. Uh, and this book is called Tozer for the Christian Leader. That's our devotional that we will be in for 365 days. Well, now 364 days, because yeah. we did one yesterday. Uh, and so here we are today for August 15th. The title is Gospel Implications. And the reference is Titus 2, 11 through 12. That says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present world. Really great advice. Yeah. Uh, and Tozer writes, the, facts, the fact is that the New Testament message embraces a great deal more than an offer of free pardon. It is a message of pardon, and for that may God be praised. But it is also a message of repentance. It is a message of atonement, but it is also a message of temperance and righteousness and godliness in this present world. It tells us that we must accept a savior, but it tells us also that we must deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. The gospel message includes the idea of amendment, of separation from the world, of cross-carrying and loyalty to the kingdom of God, even unto death. To be strictly technical, these latter truths are corollaries of the gospel and not the gospel itself, but they are part and parcel of the total message which we are commissioned to declare. 
to offer a sinner the gift of salvation based upon the work of Christ, while the same, while at the same time allowing him to retain the idea that the gift carries with it no moral implications, is to do him untold injury where it hurts him worse. Lord, help me to proclaim the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as I, pre- as I present the gospel today. Amen. Amen. It was really hard to say that without also saying the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Right. Because <laughs> I hear that almost on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, so what are the, some of the first things that come to mind when you hear this devotional by Tozer? Well, it's one of, it's one of my favorite uh, topics that we, uh, the pursuit of holiness, godliness, that mm-hmm. uh, it's, we do a disservice to anybody um, to sugarcoat the life of a Christian. Uh, I've, I've written articles and talked to people about kids or whoever, adults that are, that pursue Islam as a consequence of thinking that Christianity is weak. And that's one of the reasons is that we, we pretend it has no responsibilities. Mm. I don't know why people do that. Um, definitely was not my cup of tea, but uh, it just the prosperity gospel that everything will be great and you won't suffer and um, your life will be perfect. Mm. It, it really sets people up for disappointment. Um, and I love the fact that he's saying, listen, this is, this, uh, this gospel is precious and your salvation is precious and you should be, um, indebted to your savior and want to please him and want to, um, be of your father's business, mm-hmm. you know, to do things, to spread the gospel, to pursue holiness, to, um, pursue righteousness, to stand up, but to be strong and courageous for, um, the underprivileged for the, those who can't defend themselves, like the unborn, all those things, all those qualities, it's, these should be responsibilities we have as a consequence of just being so loved, mm. not an obligation, but a duty, a sense of duty yeah. of honor. Yeah, for sure. I think for me, the first thing, um, that I had to come to a realization is that there is no um, one good deed or a series of good deeds that will ever replace uh, that Jesus died for us on the cross for us. And so there's nothing that will surpass that no. because I think that like many people, they, we, I thought in the past that just being a overall good person was all I needed to do. Like I'm a good, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a rapist. I'm not a wife beater. Right. So based on that criteria those criteria and it's so funny because everybody has their own set of criteria yeah. you know at least yeah. i don't do x y and z you yeah. know what i mean yeah then they drink a six pack of beer and get in their car yeah <laughs> yeah but i'm not a murderer right yet um and so there's that and then understanding then w- coupled with that is that you have to understand that you are a sinner it's just a fact. It's just a fact of being a sinner, and really, for me, I think the biggest hurdle is that again, back to the the first point, is that I just thought there was a level of sin, like the sins down here, which then I would come to realize are sins, like cussing, mm-hmm. <laughs> or um, you know, gambling or lusting over, you know. Things. You know what image I just got? Mm. What is that game we used to play as kids where they would hold out a bar and you'd have to like bend backwards and try to go. Oh, yeah. 
not the pokey, the rum, not the rumba either. That's uh, a, but that we we think of <laughs> we think of salvation like that. Hello, can, just, can you go? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, can you go? Yeah, you you, you loved playing that game when you were a teenager, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I know you. Yeah. I, can, I can see it. <laughs> we used to do it at parties. Yeah, that that was that's the way we looked at faith. You know, that we oh we can just get away with a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you Christians, you're funny. Yeah, well, there there was that uh, uh, possibility too. But I remember also when we when I'm talking about these levels of sin that I, I could not, especially being a police officer for several decades here, um, that um, I could not fathom that I could go to heaven and see some of the people that I arrested for murder, for child molestation. And, and it yeah. really, I could not get past that for the longest time. I think that's one of the things that held me back the longest wow. from accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, as I have eventually to understand, because I come to understand that all, all sin is sin. Yes. And uh, once somebody, uh, a sinner. Um, once a sinner, always a sinner. Comes, <laughs> comes to the realization is what it takes to um, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that, you know, we were, we're all in the same boat. Yes. And uh, it was hard. I got to tell you, uh, I, I try not to go back there, <laughs> go back to that part of my flesh. Interesting. Because it was, um, it was a big hurdle for me. That was one of the biggest hurdles that I had to get over. Uh, we have a new visitor. We have. Hair is on strike. Hair is on strike. Go Jesus. <laughs> Team Jesus. Thanks for joining us, Harris. I like that. Harris on strike. Um, is it that the hair is on strike or hair? The, 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 the name. name, I think. Oh, okay. I like the hair. Is on strike. My hair is sometimes on strike. It, it, it's leaving me. It's decided it wants to go somewhere else. Go visit another man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's read the scripture. I'm going to bring up the, um, the scripture we're going to be reading. We're going to be reading from Titus 2, 11 to 15. And from the NKJV. NKJV. <laughs> uh, so for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself, his own special people zealous for good works. So a couple of things I noticed one uh, that salvation has appeared to all. Um, if you'll note, if those of you are looking in a paper Bible or even in a chapter uh, on your phone, you, uh, the chapters, the paragraph right before is talking to um, slaves and giving them their commandment for how they should obey their masters, not every person, but their masters. And saying it's not saying that the Bible saying slavery was a good thing. It's just acknowledging that that's what existed during that time. But still, that it was uh, that Christ was accessible to all men, slave and free. Mm. And so it was important to acknowledge that aspect, that it was for all men. And then um, another commentary I read talked about the importance of the word appeared that it is compared to like the rising sun, like the sun of righteousness, that grace brings salvation, that 
has appeared. It's like this um, ray of light, this massive sun that comes and appears in our lives um, suddenly. And that's the grace of salvation. And then it leads to all of these other qualities in our lives or should lead to all these other qualities because Jesus gave himself for us, not for no reason. He expects to come back for a bride that's been purified. Mm -hmm. He didn't do all of that um, for us to go around partying and making fools out of ourselves and, you know, living a life of debauchery. So it wasn't a one and done. Uh, he wasn't one and done. Yeah, he wasn't one. Like it, it, he just died for our sins, and then that's it. Now we can just go on and thank you for dying for our sins. Now we can go on. Yeah, no, and live a life of absolutely. It's not. I mean, because we we take the gift that the that the sin for eternity for all of our past, present, and future was nailed to the cross. Well, if you're going to take that, then you also have to take that he has um, done so to redeem us from the lawful deeds, to purify for himself his own special people. Mm. He did it to purify us. He, he did not do it to give us a free pass to sin. Right. Um, and so that's our duty. That's, a, that's an obligation on our part to accept the responsibilities of what it means to be set apart, to be his own special people. So uh, 15, which we uh, have here, it says, speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. What is that last? Do you think that last sentence, let no one despise you? Is that to live in a way where people look at you and see Jesus? Is that really all that means? Or is it deeper than that? Let no one despise you. I don't. We're looking on a on a on a enduring word. If yeah. Titus spoke with all authority, he had to back it up with his life. Titus had had to live so that no one would despise him or his message. Oh, right, yes. So basically, saying that uh, all of these attributes that he's calling us to live righteously, soberly, and godly is so that no one will look at us negatively mm-hmm. and call us hypocrites like they do right. today. Um, oh my God, what these Christian hypocrites are, they're so weak or they're so undisciplined or they're so lazy. Yeah. It's so important to live a life that reflects Christ. Absolutely. That's some good stuff. Yeah. You brought up some, uh, slavery and I, I heard this recently. I don't know where uh, I was or what I was listening to. And they talked about that the book has a lot of, of slavery in it. <laughs> and, I, and I got to thinking that, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously uh, the Bible is God's word uh, and everything you wrote in there was for a purpose and that it uh, is to be, uh, there's a lot of things about kings in there. There's things about people that are rich. There's things about people that are poor. About uh, riding horses. People that are sick about riding horses. And then you have. About tilling the fields. Tilling the fields and then about slavery. And I was hearing about the statistics of slavery that still goes on to this day just yes. because it, we abolished it here in the united states doesn't mean that it doesn't continue on absolutely so I, I, it's it's something that is just never gone away in the middle east uh, i lived in lebanon for a while mm-hmm. uh they would come to you when you moved into a, a nice neighborhood and you were looking for cleaning help they would come to you with a book of ladies in a notebook that had pictures like you were choosing um, from a shelter and they would describe what country they were from, how old they were, how long they've been here. 
And basically you would hire them by paying this agency a certain amount per week. It was. You would pay the agency, not the person. Not the person. (laughs) Literally. I mean, horrible, like hundred dollars a week. Mm. You know what I mean? Like ridiculously low prices. And they held their passports. I mean, if that's not slavery, I don't know what that is. Like they couldn't, they couldn't leave. That sounds like the cartel in Mexico, the Mexican cartel. Yeah, it was absolutely horrific. So it's absolutely still goes on in in one form or another in many parts of the country. So there's a there's a message for everybody, whatever status you are on this planet, this sometimes god awful planet. Um, And I was just thinking that, you know, yeah, it's of course it's in there. It still has to be in there because we still have slaves to this day. Yes. It need to be safe and and understand that this is all written for for all of us. And it's an interesting uh, uh, paragraph. We'll read it. Urge slaves to be subject to their own masters in everything. And one commentary emphasized the word own. It wasn't to be subject to everyone. It was to their their own masters. Mm. To be pleasing, not to be argumentative, not stealing, but showing all good faith so that they will adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in every respect. So basically telling them to have, first of all, they were allowed to be believers. This message was for everyone. Um, but also that they were to have the same Christ-like quality as the rest of us. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people. Mm. So taken in context to their societal context, it's a message of openness. Right. Wow. That, uh, and where were you when you got this little booklet? Or the, the, what was this? What little booklet? You were talking about this booklet you get of people that are available. Oh, Lebanon. 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 Yes. How long ago was this? 2000. 2000s. In the 2000. 2006. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it still happens today. Wow. Thank God we have God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Saudis. When Saudis bring their servants Mm. to America, they take their passports. They don't let them... um, hold their passports because they're afraid they're going to run off. Mm. It's horrible. Yeah. Horrific. Uh, Kate says our sin leads us to him and he came because of our sin and driven by love, knowing we could not free ourselves. He offered himself in exchange for our freedom and cleansing beyond comprehension. Amen. Hi spirit. Wind view. Hello. Nice to see you. Um, what else? Uh, what else did I have here? Shoot, I'm just got so lost in the slave thing. Oh, really? <laughs> that caught you off guard? It did. I just, I can't even. I, I mean, I just was listening. I mean, no, I listened to a whole bunch of stuff throughout the day. Um, but of course, I mean, we are troubled by what's happening at the border, and you know, that these people are are, um, you know, given. The, the a ride or they're given access to be able to cross the border but you know there's men with guns on the on the mexican side of the border and they say you can't cross unless you agree to these terms whatever those terms are you mean people that are coming through mexico mm-hmm. to the states okay yeah so the cartels there they all have guns and they have all these demands that and they're coming from like el salvador and other everywhere okay. yep everywhere um, unless they have a lot of money but if you have a lot of money they can just pay your way through but if you don't have a lot of money then you are subject to um, come into the United States and then a portion of everything you earn has to go back to the cartel or else they'll find you and kill you or your family. Wow. And they, they find out where you're at and all this kind of stuff. 
And so that that's a that's a it's another form of slavery, right? I mean, it's a it's it's slavery in itself that that getting into this place uh, that should be free, right? This is a, a country that's supposed to be free. We're not very free right now, but even us Americans are having a little trouble uh, being free. But can you imagine that you're coming here to be free and yet you're still a slave to somebody in in Mexico? That's uh, what happens just, to the Somalis and the Ethiopians mm. and all those people that travel to the Middle East for money. No. They're still not free either. And I don't understand why. Okay, I don't want. I'm going to get political, but I just don't understand how they don't understand that they're at that that place called the White House. What what the problems oh, they are the problems they're creating? But they do understand. I don't think they are oblivious to that. Mm. But they're voters. They're they they're, will end up being their yeah. voters. Yeah. No. We'll see. Uh, she has, makes an interesting point that uh, arriving in Egypt, they um, by airplane, they kept your passports until you're ready to leave. I don't know if they still do that. Actually, yes, you will go to a hotel and they will hold your passport. Uh, people ask me all the time why I don't go to Middle Eastern countries. And that's one of the reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they um, you are very you can't go into a Middle East country without, first of all, having an application put in and um, which usually takes weeks to process because they're researching your background. And um, and then when you're in country, they follow you around. The, the secret intelligence follows you around and they're holding on to your passport so that you can't leave in case it's a mm. problem. Yeah. So Lisa says, if you haven't listened to Tucker uh, interview, Tucker's interview of JFK Jr., uh, it tells of also John F. Kennedy, his uncle uh, of his assassination. Yeah. Oh, he does so? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's about 88 minutes long. Um, uh, I've listened. I've listened to <laughs> well, it is. I mean, there, there's a lot of information. He's incredibly knowledgeable in so many things. I'm so many things, and um, and has understands the history behind the of Ukraine, why we're in Ukraine, of Russia, wow. uh, the, the war, why we're even in war. He goes, he he takes it back, you know, what? to um, all the way back to time, stuff with his with JFK oh. uh, to uh, Nixon to. Uh, Reagan and some of the th- decisions that were made and uh, during that period of time with Ukraine um, about bringing um, NATO to Ukraine. And they were saying, why, what they were saying, you can't do that because you're putting NATO at the border of Russia, Russia and Russia's going, you're going to cause that. We're going to have to protect ourselves. We're going to have to fight back. You guys stay where you belong. Don't bring NATO to our borders and we'll be okay. And then here they bring uh, begin, you know, with, the discussions with the Ukraine that they were talking about bringing Ukraine into NATO. Yeah. And, uh, and so he goes, you know, so he has a, a perspective that I have not even heard before. Wow. And it, it's pretty amazing. So I've listened to the first half twice now because it, it, one on one, it's hard to understand them. Oh, when you watch a video, it doesn't have subtitles. It does, but they're really tiny. It's like a uh, two font well, on your phone, um, on my phone and on my computer. Oh, really? It's a small font. It's really hard. And they, uh, they give like uh, uh, two paragraphs, not just, you know, the, uh, a uh, sentence of what he's saying. I don't know why it's doing that, but it's maybe a Twitter thing, or I don't know if it's Tucker doing it, but uh, yeah. Uh, and most of the time I'm driving anyway, so I can't, uh, yeah. I can't uh, read it while I'm driving. Anyway, um, he, there's so much information. And the one thing that Tucker says in the beginning was that they're, they're not going to be talking about vaccines because he's known to be the, the yes. vaccine denier guy. Um, but I don't know that maybe two seconds are spent on, on, a, on, nice. on the vaccines, but he does talk about Fauci a lot because of some things that he knows about Fauci. 
it's it's very very good so um thank you lisa for uh bringing that up it's a it's a really important uh and, and you know why the democrats really don't like them <laughs> at least the elites uh, don't like them um and spirit wind says tucker did an extremely good interview yeah really good you did a lot of listening tucker you don't hear much of tucker nice but uh it's that's really, rare yeah it, it is really a good interview um so yeah i got completely sidetracked with that aspect of it so sorry about that um hmm. i think that's it i think that's all i have on my notes here cool <laughs> i think we covered it so in that case uh then i want to move on to your oh. next article my next article. You were busy writing away today. I, I saw the the, the, the the typing. I heard the typing going on. Hitting <laughs> well, hitting the the thing on the what is that that used to hit that caused the typewriter? Yeah, you're like ding 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 ding. Um, I yeah. um, I'm just writing about the difference, uh, the transformation that I've noticed in myself from a business perspective. In other words, um, how is my um, coming to Christ changed my perspective on professionalism, mm. just on how to deal with life and career choices and things like that. Yep. So totally off the reservation from my political landscape and more about spiritual stuff. Really? Yeah. Nothing political in it. Bunch of scripture. Bunch what? of yeah. It just talks. I'm not about, sure I'm gonna like it very much. You may not. <laughs> Well, this stems from uh, a talk you gave to a bunch of yeah. uh, Orange County businessmen. Yeah, because I at first thought, oh, goodness, what am I going to talk to them about? And then um, it came so naturally because there were so many mm. things in in um, the choices I make in my lifestyle that have changed as a result of coming to Christ that um, I really didn't have when I was really working at the top of my career. Mm. Wow. How different, of, how oh, different your life would be. Yeah. Well, and I mean, a lot of it, I was just, a lot of it is just saying, first of all, not having the power of the Holy spirit, not having um, divine guidance for every step you make. I would do things out of passion, out of um, ignorance, out of arrogance. Uh, and it would have destructive consequences. Mm. Um, but now having the power of the Holy spirit to be like, ah, let me pray about this. Let me meditate. Let me, connect with God before I make this kind of major decision um, that the power of the Holy spirit to transform our personalities, to make us into kind, compassion, gentle, that's just mm. miraculous. Reminds me of my thoughts of how my police years would be different if I was walking with God. Yeah. Well, I didn't do it like, like retrospectively, like mm. how would I be different? But I'm just saying that now um, these are the qualities I have in light of whatever venture, because we still have ministry ventures and your work stuff. And I mean, I'm confronted with annoying people every single day in <laughs> Balco Enterprises, but I handle it very differently. Yeah. I handle it very occasionally. The old lady comes out and rears her ugly head, but for the most part, I am measured. Mm. Wow. I love that, especially since you're dealing with my clients. Yes. <laughs> Which are our clients now, but, uh, you know, people I have to work with. Uh, Lisa says. 
Uh, you read it. Oh, should I read it? <laughs> Hedy, you make, uh, you'd make a great member for, for mentor. women. Oh, mentor. Sorry. For women going into business or working in a company. I think maybe a guest high school speaker or college. Thank you. Actually, yeah. that's what we taught. Yeah, we thought we did this in high school at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, yeah. at Liberty Ed. Um, were, were you asked to speak uh, at El Dorado? What, am I, did I have a like a, a dream about this that didn't really wasn't you weren't requested? Somehow I, fig- I, I thought maybe you might have been asked to speak at, at El Dorado High School. No, no? I'm going to speak at Calvary Chapel Brea up the street. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. But um, I think you should. I mean, I think Lisa, is, is, you know, in addition to what we did, you know, as teachers, um, I, I think that uh, that opportunity comes up every year. And I spoke. Oh, uh, the teacher, the career, career day, career day uh, at, at uh, Tuffrey for my junior hire. She's now in high school. Um, they do have these opportunities at the high school, too. I know. But what career do I have now? Attorney. Uh, podcaster. Uh, legend. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to stop 9-11 and they didn't listen to you that was a and then they hired you stories? and they hired you yeah um no i think you should i think you should find a like a oh a, a, a columnist columnist yeah columnist writer columnist, writer yes. yeah for a christian post yeah that's see funny. there's so many things uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know um i now that you're, you're mentioning it, as I look back, because this kind of comes up to some old cases will come up in my testimony currently, uh, the, the, the opposing side will say, well, you, you uh, gave testimony or expert testimony in a case in Nebraska in 2005, and the judge didn't like you. Um, then that's not really what the judge said. The judge said that they didn't think that my testimony changed their mind, essentially is what it said. So they like to turn it like you know, they thought you were horrible. Well, they think it was horrible. They it just wasn't personal. They, yeah. <laughs> and you know that last part, fifteen, Titus fifteen, uh, which is uh, it says, "Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you." I think Such now that I advice. read this, no one is that when I used to testify, I testified thinking perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? I do. With with a little bit more of. More? You think it's, it was more back then? Because <laughs> you're so unbelievably hum- humble now? <laughs> Why do you make me out to be such a horrible person? Not horrible I, I, at all. It's just... You know, there's a way of talking where you're saying, I, I could, like, whatever, like, I could be reading about this devotional. You know, Tozer, you know, Tozer and I agree. And uh, I've said this for years, what he just said. And I, and I want you to know that I think this is the way that it's supposed to be done. So you can talk like that, right? I think maybe there was a little bit of that in my own, in my old way of talking. Is it here I am? I'm the. Uh, and so now you notice a difference? Yeah, because I remember back then they say, oh, so you're the end all be all. And I wouldn't say yes. I would just say, well, that's not. Then I'd have to correct it. Like, why? Where did they get that from? Where did they, where did they get that's that so feeling obnoxious. that I was, you know, I go, that sounds really bad. And then I'd have to like back, backstroke. Yeah, backstroke and say, well, no, it's just that the industry standard is uh, what I said. And so now do you see, uh, Oh, I, I'm 
so much better. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good to know. Um, no, it's just that, listen, I, you know, I'll use more, um, visual examples or I'll, I'll talk a little bit more. If, if you, you know, have a, if you have a dog, you know, a pet dog, I'll give them something that's a equivalent, equivalent of what they might see with their own dog. And, and so I'm more of a teacher and instructor and it's less that's about personal. what it about. Yeah. About my immense knowledge. <laughs> But I just find it funny. I mean, just talking, just hearing you talk right now and Lisa saying, you know, I think that's, I think she's right. I think the, I think the Hedia now, and I'm not, I don't, I didn't know you back then, right. but you talk about how people thought of certain thinking about you, I do. That, you were, all in the article. that you were difficult. Um, but I think that that's an important message. I think it's an important message that for I used to be difficult. <laughs> I well, hope it doesn't. No, not necessarily. Just saying, hey, you know, when you get a job or when you go into a position, you know, hum being humble, being um an example. Don't don't, you know, if you're talking about X, then you should walk you should walk the walk that. and talk the talk of X. So being a Christian, we should walk around as Christians. Yes. <laughs> as God wants us to, not about somebody that says, You, you are a horrible person. Well, and then we leave there and go meet our friends at Kelly's. Our first identity should Mm. not be we're a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or a consultant. Our first identity should we should be a Christian who happens to Mm. be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer. Mm. Um, That the first identity is in Christ. That should be the most because if we put that first, that identity first, like for me, um, that identity comes first for me. So in every action, I am thinking, how does this affect my witness? Right. If I say this and they find out I'm a Christian, what are they going to say? If they look me up and know that I have a podcast on, uh, you know, on yeah. a devotional, right. what are they going to say about me? I think about that for everybody that I come into contact with, you know? Um, and so I think the, so that was my advice professionally. I mean, in the article too, is that if we were to do that in our professions, um, we would see a tremendous change, I think, in the people around us and the way in which they perceived Christians. Right. Carrie thinks that you used to think all that in a bag of chips. Well, I still do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Iris says, I agree with Lisa. You have a special quality no, about yourself you. when you are speaking. So I think there's, these again, these are important things. I, I was talking to Kelly, my son, who's uh, back at uh, lacrosse camp and there's new coaching staff and there's a lot of new players. I think there's something like 20 new players. Oh, wow. So freshmen coming in and some other players. And, um, and yesterday I was at there at the camp uh, taking some pictures and videos and stuff like that and watching. And um, Kelly, it, it, I, you just need to know this first so that I can tell you why I told him this. So he's been MVP uh, two years in a row. Um, and so I said, son, I, yesterday, uh, when it was your turn to go to do an exercise, you had about, you know, you have to go out about 15 feet from the, the line to where you're supposed to stand to begin the exercise. I said, you, I said, don't walk. I said, you're walking like you, mm-hmm. yeah, you're walking like you, you're an MVP, you're the MVP and you don't need to run. I said, you out of all the people need to run you out of all the people need to, to assist the new guys that are out there and ask them. Uh, what it is they need help with, or you see them struggling with learning how to cradle or how to pass or how to shoot. You should be the first one to go over there and talk to them. So there is that, that aspect that it, it, it fits in everything. 
yes. that your your status um, isn't necessarily always known by people. But if it is, you don't want them to look at you and say, "Look at look at this guy. He thinks he's all that gotcha. in a bag of chips, and he doesn't need to to jog or run." Um, you know, to the next thing that he's supposed to be doing and that kind of stuff. So I think that's an important message. You need to do that. You need to do what Lisa said. <laughs> Which is what? I don't know. Go and talk to girls oh, about how to be God. humble and, uh, and, and to learn to, um, uh, you know, walk the walk That'd as a Christian nice. and to be humble. That would be nice. <laughs> that needs to be done. Yes, Hedy Elisa says. <laughs> See, see, I'm right. Thank you, ladies. Uh, what else, Snugs? Before we get off, we've been on for 41 minutes, so we're we're, we're we're, we're going to be landing this plane. Well, let's land the plane. How you liking Tozer so far? How how you guys liking Tozer so far? I know it's only two for those of you that are on. There. I like Tozer. He's a little bit sarcastic. You know, and he's intense. Yeah, my favorite he is intense. Um, the one thing for me is it's a little bit shorter. I think what I've been used to with Wigglesworth and then um, Spurgeon is that there's there's more. There's more stuff. Well, good. It makes us do other stuff. Yeah. So now I gotta, I, I gotta come up with more things. So I, it's just throwing me off just a little bit. So uh, I'll get there uh, well, as still time goes on. Two minutes and fifty minutes yesterday. So I think we're okay. <laughs> you, you find time. You find a way to fill the space. If I was doing this alone, folks, I would have been like, okay, so five minutes is up. Time to go. <laughs> I'm not oh. good at thinking of things on my feet. Really. No, uh, why do you? Yeah, I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't understand why you say that. Because I don't like to talk as much as you like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get bored hearing myself speak. All right. Well, I have to testify tomorrow morning, seven o'clock. Don't forget. Dun, dun, dun. I, have to, I have to actually wake up at six and take a shower this time. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were in the wrong time zone. Yeah, it's the wrong time zone. I was, uh, I was still asleep when I got the call. Hey, you're supposed to be on the stands. <laughs> and, your, and, and you know, you should see this, this, this quaff in the morning. It kind of stands up and does these weird little things. I look like, uh, like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, <laughs> sticking his head through the door that he just axed. Right. Hey, um, here's Johnny, and um. Yeah, so I had to go in and throw some water on my hair and comb it back and, and, and sat in that and you, chair. And you sat in there in your boxers and your T-shirt. Why are you telling people that I, <laughs> I was? I was in a federal court in my boxers. <laughs> <laughs> it felt kind of freeing. It, it was like I felt kind of like I knew something that they didn't know. <laughs> you did. You know, it, it actually was a little bit. It was um, it was fun. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Had this nice dress shirt on yeah. and underwear. It was um, and it was a little cold in here. That I remember, I came running in. I was yeah. freezing. It was cold, so a little bit too uh, too much information. Uh, Lisa says, "I like Tosher," and uh, Kate says she loves it. Oh, good, nice. Yeah. Getting used to Tozer. Getting yeah. used to Tosher. <laughs> I call him Tosher. Yeah, Tozer, Tozer, Tozer. That reminds me of toes. I'm like. <laughs> Tozier just sounds a little more. What's Carrie's uh, husband's name? Oh, why'd you have to do that? Oh, Carrie, what's your husband's name? Carrie, what's your husband's we name? Wanted, I'm uh, sorry, Eddie. Eddie, is it I mean, Eddie? I think it might be Eddie because I remember it's my my dad's name is Eddie, and I do. Oh, then it must be because I remember you saying it's like yeah. my dad's name. 
Yep. So if y'all would um, keep, Eddie, keep Eddie in, in your prayers. Yes. Uh, and I, and I am praying for a miracle, uh, Carrie, that he does not have any broken bones. So we're asking in the name of Jesus for the sake of his blood, that, mm. that um, his bones are not broken, that it's just, um, it's just an injury. Yep. Yes. Leaving. We love you. Eddie. It. We'll be praying for you. Yes. All right, my friends, we love you. Take care. God bless. Good night.